0: He was talking about, like, I just want to work with my hands because I'm a farmer and I love the dirt and the soil. And I was like, oh, I'm an archaeologist. I also don't mind dirt. And this motherfucker tried to, like, tell me about dirt. And I was like, let me stop you right there.
1: He probably thought he was really connecting with you, though. Mm. mm He didn't try to explain dirt to me. Here's... Bro, read the room. If that he—he he, Here's the problem. He tried to explain dirt to you, the wrong person to try to explain dirt to. If he had tried to explain dirt to me I, at that time, at that age, I would have been like, oh, my God,
0: you're so right. That's true, because we were like 24.
1: We were like 24. So yeah. 24-year-old me would be like, oh, my God, I love farming. I love dirt. Dirt's my favorite. <laughs> I love being outside. <laughs> Although, you know what's different but similar? Being inside in, like... A room or something i don't know like just like on a couch um you know inside how about that and i just keep saying that anyway i hope he never hears this at this podcast ever i i also hope he never
0: hears this you had me at <laughs> hell no
1: Welcome to You Had Me at Hell No, I'm Allie. And I'm Mel. And this is our podcast where we watch romance movies and try to figure out why we love a genre that hates us so much.
0: We watch rom-coms, thrillers, dramas, anything where romance is central to the plot, we are going to watch it. Yes. Um, We
1: watched a movie this
0: week (sighs) that
1: um, is called Love Story. So... A perfect film for this podcast, don't you think? Mm. And I, 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 oh, audience. Oh, this. Wait, we I, got got, I, we got got. Okay, but before we get into been it. we had. <laughs> before we get into it, uh, we have someone else on our podcast. We should probably check in with our good pal, our sound engineer, Tiff Urhell, who probably has a guess about this film. Tiff?
0: Hey, Allie. Hey, Mel. So, yet another movie that I have never heard of. So, I had to Google it, and based off of the poster image that I found, this really looks like an adaptation of Romeo and Juliet. That's just the vibe I'm getting. The way they have their arms linked in the picture, it it just says Star-Crossed Lovers to me. It's pretty simple. It's pretty self-explanatory. That's all I've got.
1: Thanks, Tiff! Thank you! Uh Honestly, he's kind of close, Um, but yeah. this movie, okay, audience, this, we were, okay. This movie, okay, okay. we, okay. it, okay, we, <laughs> okay, so, okay, so initially, okay, so what happened? We were supposed to do a different movie this week, We were, and then I, I checked the runtime, and I texted Mel. I said, Mel, that movie is over three hours long. We're not going to, I'm not, we, we cannot do that. I'm well, not doing it was, that. Yeah, so. we, were,
0: we were like, let's do an older romance because we haven't, we've stuck mostly to like late 80s, 90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. So we were like, hey, let's watch Dr. Zhivago. That's like a classic romance. Three hours. Three and a half hours long. Not, neither one of us has the time for that right now. I mean, I don't. You know what I will make the time for, for that? Lord of the Rings, not Dr. Zhivago. Thank you.
1: I would probably watch Zhivago. Uh, some, but, but, but that's more like neither Zhivago. here nor there. More, more like Shavano. So There we
0: go. Nailed it. I was like,
1: it. oh, what about the movie Love Story? I've never seen it. But and it's an I've applicable never it. title. And it was made more than, you know, it was made before 1985. So we got to watch it. Um, This movie. Uh, we. <sighs> mm. We, listeners, we went into this so fucking cocksure, we were, like, ready to, like, tear this movie up. We were texting each other. We were like, "Fully went into it, like this is." And
0: even like the first ten or fifteen minutes, I remember I was texting our group chat with Allie and Mm -hmm. Tipper, being like, "I hate this movie. This is dumb. This is a waste of time. I hate this. This is so stupid. Why am I even watching this?" Which, uh, for anyone who knows me, is like a typical kind of message that you would ever receive from me on Mm -hmm. any given thing on any given day. But like (laughs) then, but then. But, but then, then, we, but got then we got invested because this movie, so invested. this movie incepted us and we got invested and it made us feel emotions. Because what was happening as I was watching it, because I was like, okay,
1: I got to really, you know, I was taking notes and I was feeling things and I kept thinking, the thing is, this is a well-made movie. I don't think this movie is poorly made. Maybe I'll be able to just be like, oh, maybe I just didn't connect to it as much. But then I started getting more and more connected. And by the end of it, Mel and I were watching it around the same time. Mel was like 10 minutes ahead of me. Mm -hmm. And she sent me a text that said, I'm crying! And then I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Because if Mel's crying, I'm fucked. (laughs) Yeah. And then I got to the part that I'm assuming Mel also got to. And I was like, "I, I don't know. And... Okay, this movie is very I'm good. Pull, I'm gonna pull up the texts. Please do. Okay, so this movie. Well, Mel pulls it up. I'm gonna do a quick rundown. Uh, this movie came out in 1970. Uh, stars Ryan O'Neill and Ally McGraw. Uh, Ryan O'Neal plays uh, Oliver Barrett the fourth. He's the fourth, right? Yeah. Anyway, all the, rich. All she Oliver calls him Barrett preppy. Yeah, she because calls he him is. Preppy. Yeah, he goes to Harvard. She goes to Radcliffe. She's poor there on scholarship. Very smart. Um, he's there cause he comes from money like, there's literally a hall named after his like great grandfather. He has like a lot of issues and kind of resentment towards his family and his family money. They start dating, fall in love. They get married, even though his father is like, do not marry. If you marry her, I'm, I will never talk to you again. I'm not going to, you do you cannot rely on me for money. You can't, whatever. Anyway, they get married, fall in love. They start working.
0: Um, He goes to law school at Harvard. He goes to law school, and she works and supports him. Then he graduates law school, and and they finally move into the city mm -hmm, in Boston. uh, In
1: Boston, they finally uh, am able to. They finally uh, are able to. Like he's finally able to support her. They're making decent money. They're getting ready to settle down. Mm
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, they say they're gonna have a baby. They get blood tests because they're having trouble.
0: They're I'm having. Okay. Do you want? Do you want me to step in? Yeah. Do you want to step in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because they're having trouble <laughs> conceiving, and so they, you know, go to the doctor and they each get blood tests done, and they find out that she, that she has leukemia, I believe. Yeah. Like she has some yeah. very, very she has leukemia
1: aggressive They've,
0: form of cancer. Oh. And uh, he. Doesn't go to his dad for help, really, until the very end. But spoiler alert, guys, she dies. She dies. She absolutely fucking dies. She dies dies
1: in his arms.
0: Yeah, and 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 then he's leaving the hospital and his dad shows up because one thing that that you know she and him say to each other as husband and wife is that when they get into fights he apologizes and she says love means never having to say you're sorry and his dad comes and he's like listen i just found out that your wife is sick i'm so sorry like if there's anything i can do to help i'm here for you and he goes well she's dead and it's like oh my god, oh my god and
1: then he says to his dad love his dad's are say, i'm so sorry about jenny and he goes love means
0: never having to say you're sorry and then he <sighs> walks and, and oh, okay and, and, and i and you got <sighs> you, you guys y'all if you listen to this podcast at all you know i am not a crier and i Mel cried gets angry before. I do she, Mel will yeah. get
1: angry before she cries right Mel doesn't I, like crying at movies She it's hard to get her to cry.
0: I hate crying in general I think Allie's only seen me cry twice in the six yeah. the six years that we've known each other yeah once was when I was talking about my grandma who passed away and then the second time uh, <laughs> was when I became single recently so um, only twice yeah. and this movie made me cry and for that I will never forgive it This movie's on my fucking shit list.
1: This movie, here's the thing. This movie is, because I remember it started and I looked it up and this movie was nominated for seven Oscars. And I was like,
0: what? Come on. And then by the end of it, I was like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) fully same. Like, this is a movie where it starts off kind of rocky, but if you stick with it, it really pulls you in. Because I was invested in their love. I was invested because I, okay, because the movie starts and you're like, these are two assholes. Like they're both kind of mean mean to each other, but they,
1: it kind of makes sense because it's like, Oh yeah, this is how two 22 year olds going to these fucking Ivy league schools would talk in 1969 or whatever. Yeah. Like they're, that's how these two people would kind of speak. And they're kind of mean. They're mean to each other, but there, I will say they do have very good chemistry and there are scenes. Some of my favorite scenes are the ones with like no dialogue. Yeah, because it's just well shot, sweet, well acted, sweet interaction showing us like the way that these two people interact, or like showing them getting used to their life as a married couple, or working these jobs they don't maybe don't love but are doing well, and and it's, it's that's also something that feels very like seventies of like uh, that kind of seventies movie making of like we're just gonna put the camera here and we're just gonna wait. We're just going to kind of wait it out. We're going to do that, maybe some like. Yeah, that was something I noticed. Zoom, like, we're going to zoom in a little bit, or maybe we're going to spin it every now and then, but like, we're just going to spend time with these characters, which is
0: something that I love. Right. Um, Me, not so much, but wh- I, I love this shit. I remember when I, when watching this, I felt like a lot of the scenes were. Ver- I don't know. I don't have a better word for it, but they seemed kind of disjointed, right? Like you'd just be plopped into like a new thing with these characters yeah. every few minutes or so. And it reminded me of Harold and Maude, which is a movie that I absolutely despise. Oh, see, I fuck with that movie. I haven't seen it. I don't think I've seen it since like high school,
1: but I love that shit. I, that's like a movie that I, I, I love, I fuck with that. I fuck
0: with that. I for Sorry, me, I it's just it's the way that it was shot and that Cat Stevens oh. song in Harold and Maude. I can never listen to that song again because it plays oh. every five goddamn seconds in that movie.
1: Okay, well, you're listing reasons I like it. I, this is where we have the divide. <laughs> yeah, this is our divide. Yeah, it's Cat like, Stevens is like Mel's seventy, like Mel's ideal seventies type of movie. Is Star Wars? It's different from. Yeah, it's like different from what my ideal 70s type of movies. Like, mm-hmm. my I want like a character piece with some fucking New York actor they pulled out, and it's like sad. And there's like a great song they play a hundred times, and there are like quiet moments of like love and family and like real acting. And Mel's like, what if all of these dumb idiots went to summer camp and were murdered?
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's either Star Wars or like sleepaway camp. So that checks yeah. out. Yeah, I would even guess t- Chainsaw. Massacre. Oh, well, Texas there's no sleepover at Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I like where I your head's seen it. at. I I've never seen it, I never will. No, you should never see that movie. But do you want to know a fun fact about it? Please tell me. Okay. So Toby Hooper. Okay. In the Great house. Name. Yeah, in the house. Well, he also directed Poltergeist. Um uh, Wait, well, I thought Spielberg did poltergeist. No, Toby Hooper and Spielberg did poltergeist together. Cute! Friendship! Which is why there's um skeletons in the pool scene at the end of poltergeist that's toby hooper but um in the house where they were filming there's a there's a scene where they go into the house and they go into one of the rooms and there's just dead animals everywhere specifically chickens and there were real dead chickens in that room to the point where they were filming in in the middle of bumblefuck texas in the middle of the summer and the oh. actors had to keep leaving after he would yell cut because everyone would just be throwing up from the smell
1: come on i hate it that's horror fuck? baby
0: that's some spooky that. shit
1: i hate that yeah it's kind of gross that. but i don't want that
0: anyway okay oh, oh okay so i have i have the messages i sent you about the emotional climax of this film are Please. you ready for me to read them? Read. Okay. Oh, my feelings. Oh, God. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. You goddamn bitch. And then in parentheses, the movie, not you. Yep. I am crying. You bitch. You goddamn bitch movie. How dare you? If I could hurl this movie into the sea, I would. Two full tears, Allie. One per eye. Fuck this actually really good movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely, yep. absolutely fuck this movie. I'll never yeah. get gotten ever again. <laughs> I was so mad that this movie you were made me emotional. Furious. You were furious. I was
1: crying very much. Okay, oh, okay. I have a little tidbit about this film. Okay, I'm ready. So my grandma, turns out, loved this movie. Oh. Um, I never watched it with her My my grandma really liked it. And when I was not when I was born, because it took them like a couple of weeks to decide a, a name for me, but when they f- told when they told my grandma, um, oh, we decided to name her Alexa. My grandma went, oh, and you could call her Allie, like Allie McGraw, the lead actress of this movie. Oh. Um. But my mom did not like the way Allie McGraw spelled Allie, so she liked the way Ally Sheedy spelled it. So I guess I'm technically more. Then likely named after Ali Sheedy, but Ali McGraw is kind of the reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay. That's yeah. first of all a very sweet story. And second of all, yeah. Ali Sheedy checks out for you. Yeah. No, I'm I'm an Allie Sheedy. Yeah,
1: fully. All my mom like my mom and my aunts, I think part of the reason my grandma liked Ali McGraw, besides the fact that she's like cute and charming in this movie, is like that's kind of what my aunts all looked like at that time. <laughs> Like in the seventies they all had like long brown hair and that cute little nose and mm-hmm. like they all kind of looked like that. So I'm sure my grandma saw that and was like, Oh, they're my girls. But like guess who is not that <laughs> high.
0: Yeah, it
1: <sighs> Guess yeah. who's wearing a big old trench coat to detention that she didn't even get me. <laughs> Breakfast Club.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you're Ali Sheedy in the Breakfast Club, who does that make me? Um, the principal Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> no, I don't want to be Anthony Michael Hall. He's gross. No one does.
1: No one does. Not even him. That, okay, cut that out. Cut that
0: out. Let's try that again then. Okay, so if you're Ali Sheedy from Breakfast Club, who am I? The principal? Because I don't relate to any of the kids.
1: Because I don't really either. Because t- t- I mean, I haven't watched it probably since high school. There was a period in my life when I watched that movie, I think, over 50 times. Wow. I watched it a lot. Eighth grade and freshman year were um, a bit of a time. Mm. Particularly eighth grade, there was a period in eighth grade where I would come home after I did my homework, I would watch either The Breakfast Club or The Outsiders. Um, <sighs> okay. And I don't know if that tells you anything else, anything that you need to know about me or who I was at that point in my life. But yeah. Um sometimes sometimes you're a teen and you watch a bunch of John Hughes movies. Outsiders is not John Hughes, it's Francis Ford Coppola But I was watching John Hughes movies as well. I was watching Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles.
0: Um it's a really romanticized view of being a teen.
1: Thing is I didn't even like it though. I knew I
0: didn't think like, ooh, that's what I want. I was just like it's fun to watch a movie. Ah. Uh, yeah. Breakfast Club is iconic, but, like, you being Ali Sheedy makes sense, okay? I got detention one time in middle school. What? One time, and it was- What be- did you do? It was because- You taped someone's butt cheeks together. Yeah, the, you got me. <laughs> we are not talking about this movie. Okay, no. I, I'm avoiding it because I don't want to talk about my feelings. Classic Mel, but, okay, let's, let's hop back okay. into it. All right
1: the beginning of this movie I didn't love because I was like, this guy's kind of, she's kind of being mean and he's kind of a dick. Not he's a, a dick, spoiled but just like, brat. he's kind of spoiled. Um, Here's the thing. I kind of get where he's coming from because it, it that's a, a lot of pressure to have on yourself of like, mm-hmm. you have to fulfill this, you know, you have to fulfill this sort of path we've, put out for you because otherwise you're ungrateful
0: it's like fulfilling the the birthright of your expectations being born into such wealth Mm -hmm. and not like boohoo poor little rich boy but like but also it's like they frame it well i agree yeah he can't can't really do anything he can't really have a personality he can't really do what he wants to do um he Everything, can't really connect to his family. He can't really... And he can't connect like he, to other people either because everyone yeah. just writes him off as poor little rich boy. Yeah, so he immediately this, calls she, him preppy. Exactly. Like, yeah. when they first meet, they're having a fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's something that we learn about him more and more. And as we learn more who Oliver is... We Mm kind of start to like him more because we realize he doesn't want the weight of these expectations. He wants to be an independent person. He wants to do his own thing. He's, Mm. you know, his dad cutting him off isn't the worst thing in the world. He's actually like kind of relieved about it because he finally doesn't have this reputation that precedes him. Yeah. And like uh,
1: something interesting that I do think is uh, valid is that she brings up like, Cause he's like, you know, he talks about how he sometimes he likes to make his dad angry, or like me doing this would really make him angry. And he's like, she says, like, oh, is bringing me home included in that? And he's like, what? And she basically is like, it's a valid question to ask. Like, is dating me is at least part of it because you want to piss your dad off because I'm poor? And he's like, what? I don't care about that. And she's like, well, I care. Like. Something at this point in the movie, something I did like is she's like, I don't like or dislike the fact that you come from money. I recognize it, but I love it because it's part of you. I love you. And when you love someone, you love all the parts of them. It's all or nothing. Cause at that point he says, like, I just don't know why you would love me. And she's like, Well, that's what love is. Like, I love all of you, and you love all of me, and that's what's something that's something really sweet. That's and disgusting. okay, can we can we talk about Love means never having to say you're sorry because Yeah, I have a problem with that. Here's the thing, before when I just heard this phrase, I was like I don't like that. I I still don't really agree with it. But I understand it more from the context of this movie.
0: Okay, ex- because explain what it's supposed more for to, Okay, me. because what
1: I think it is because she says I'm sorry and the way she frames it. Okay, what I think it is and I think the reason she says it to him and the reason he says it to his father is it's about unconditional love. I think what the message of it is supposed to be is never saying you're sorry for who you are as a person. Don't apologize for being yourself, for stating what you want for like, don't apologize for being the person that your partner loves. However, if you do something wrong or you hurt your partner, you should apologize and you should take steps to rectify that action. Yeah. Okay, so can I, when she dies in this movie.
0: Oh my God, so sad.
1: Her, like, be- this beautiful speech that she's, because she's, they're holding hands and he's just like, he's trying not to cry. And she, you find out later after she passes, because she says to um. Oliver, you need to promise me you need to be strong for Phil. Phil is her dad. She calls her dad by
0: his first name, which is. They have, okay. they're close, but it's a weird. It's weird to call your dad by your first their first name. It's very like I'm a
1: cool girl from 1969. Look at my glasses. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but then after she dies, he goes out and tells. Um, her dad. And her dad says, I wish I hadn't promised Jenny that I would be strong for you. And they realize that she made them both promise to be strong for the other one. Also, she's 25. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. By the way, she and all of yeah, they like are in college. He's in law school for three years. And then the first year out of law school when they're 25, she fucking dies.
1: I, okay. Cause like there are
0: also elements cause something she says is
1: she okay? Because initially, when they, part of what made them decide they were going to get married is she's like, "Oh, I'm going to go study in Paris with this person. I'm going to go study music, and you're going to go to law school, and we're going to have to separate." And he's like, "Why should we?" And part of me thought, "Go with her to Paris, idiot!" Like,
0: yeah, why you're can't, rich. You can defer law
1: school for a year. Why can't he go with her to Paris? But um, he's like, well, she's like, well, you know, we're going to have to se- separate anyway. And he's like, why do we have to separate? Why don't you marry me? And she says, uh, she says, why do you want to marry me? And he says, because. She says, okay, that's a good reason. And I thought, I hate this. Yeah, this is during I the part of the movie when I was like, like I was go, let her go rage. to Paris. I was in like, rage. these two should not be getting married. I was really like, I don't think these 23-year-olds should be getting married. But they did. And, then by the and end this of the is movie- and this is
0: the Chekhov's Chekhov studying in Paris because it comes back, uh, because I you probably felt this too. We both were like, "Fuck this rich jabroni! Go to Paris, become like an expert on whatever polyphonic musical whatever you were studying." I don't even remember what she said she was studying, but like, go to Paris, study with that amazing person, realize all of your dreams fuck yeah. this dude and then come back later and see what's up and yeah. that and that carries over because when he's in law school she ends up having to support him and she's a music teacher yeah And even in 1969 or 1970, she's making like $3,500 a year, which is still low, but it was enough for them. It was enough for her to be able, like, isn't that wild? $3,500 a year, she was able to, like, pretty much support her and Oliver while he was in law school. That's wild. And he would occasionally work on, like, boats and stuff. He would get, yeah, he would do odd jobs when the semester allowed, Um, which, as someone who's currently working through law school, I totally get. But um, Um, it's so it's it's frustrating because you see their relationship evolve, too, as they Mm -hmm. learn to communicate better with each other, which I thought was really nice.
1: I thought it was nice, too, because they're sweeter to each with each other. And there are like really sweet moments where they're just like sitting together. You see them in their little apartment. Yeah. And he
0: after in on his Christmas break, after he's working, he goes to the chapel where she's teaching choir. Mm-hmm. And they have a conversation about, he's like, well, someday these days will be behind us and we'll look back fondly and laugh and have a laugh together. Yeah. And she's like, well, I hope it's sooner rather than later. But I do really, I enjoy being the one to support you. Like, it's very empowering. I enjoy it. Yeah. And it's- I thought that was very sweet. But then when she's on her deathbed. Oh, God. She
1: says, she, okay, this fucking got me because it's this whole thing where she says, because she could see in his eyes that he's like you know, watching his wife die. He's not doing well. And she says, well, screw Paris. She's like, screw all those things that you think you took away from me. Because I didn't waste any time. I, I don't care about any of those things. I I had you. I, I'm not, I don't feel like I lost anything. And she does have like a little moment where she's kind of sad because she realizes like all these things she kno- she knew in school, like all these things that she, like she had studied all the Mozart, what are they,
0: Kreutzer? Mozart, oh the yeah, the, MK, the Kreutzer numbers. Thank you. Uh, she's like, I used to know all of them. I think it's it's either for Mozart or Bach. I don't
1: remember. It's Mozart. Oh, okay. but she's like, I used to know all of those, and I don't anymore. And he is, uh, uh, and he's like, okay. And she she is having this moment of being like, oh, I don't. I guess I, I, I was I cared about all these things, and I don't even remember them now, and um, I was crying. And, yeah, she I was fighting, was fighting very, back the tears. <laughs> something that was very beautiful because okay, this movie is technically a movie about like I fell in love with this girl who was like really cool and wacky, and then she died, and I but I learned how to love from her, and I grew in our relationship. Um, and there are lots of movies like this. However, I did prefer this movie because I, I liked her more. It felt more like she was making decisions that she wanted to make. Yes. I and,
0: thought, agree, I agree. Sorry, continue yeah, it, what you were saying. It,
1: it felt like she was making decisions she wanted to make. And I truly believed her when she said, like, I don't regret making a different decision. Like, I don't feel like you took something away from me. I I feel like you gave each other this life. That's
0: because her character is so strong-willed. And she's decisive. She's goal-oriented. She's smart, Mm -hmm. but she's also kind. And Mm -hmm. she makes decisions for herself in a way that, you know, if you're on scholarship to one of the Seven Sisters schools, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. That's a huge deal because they're basically Ivy League schools. And so she's there – and I I relate to this a lot. She's there. She's got this goal that she's working super hard towards, and then things life happens, and you meet people, and you don't expect things to happen, and you fall in love. And I really, really, really liked that when she said that it was her choice. I believed yeah. her. Yeah, you believe her, and, and it's it's. Oh, God, this movie. It fucking got me, dude. I'm still got upset me. just thinking about it. I got it. God, I cried. I. Two tears, one from each eye. I'm mm. I, I just thinking about it. And when. Oh,
1: babe, are you okay? I'm fine. Don't talk to me like that. I'm not a baby.
0: Is i little, just a baby. little baby okay? have with you your see, little feelings?
1: I hate you. Have you <sighs> seen that TikTok of that thing where it's like Coco when mommy says stop, you need to say okay. She goes, I'm just a baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then she goes, yeah. yeah, but you need to say, okay, mommy. You go, I dust a baby. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm my going. my TikTok audio that's currently on repeat in my head is, um, I'm smart, but I'm mm-hmm. stupid. I'm gay, but I'm straight. I crop dust in Whole Foods, baby. I want it all coming down to. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one too. Um, Good times, good times.
1: Okay, something, I I was loving all of the fashion in this. All of her little outfits, I was like, oh, I love it. Very cute. Oh, I love it. All of her little outfits. Also, I miss when men dress like sluts. (laughs) (laughs) Expand on that. Expand on that. The 70s, the 70s, men's fashion in the 70s was like, honestly, the best and those type it they were wearing like shorts. They were like, what am I gonna wear up for my job on this boat? Shorts. Shorts in this dirty t-shirt. Okay, work. I'm gonna wear this. Remember his jacket? Okay, when she leaves the house after they get in the big fight, and then he finds her when he when he before he eventually finds her sitting on like a stoop because she forgot her key. And that's when she says love means never having to say her sorry. Um he's wearing this jacket, but it's like it's like what what was that? Cuz it was it sheepskin or like what what was that? Uh, it was like a leather jacket but it, it was like lined.
0: Yeah, like, okay. I I don't know what, what it's was called, that? but it's like you know those those denim jackets that have like the shearling inside? Yes. It was like that but le- like dark brown leather.
1: Oh, I loved it. It looked super I warm. I loved it. Uh oh, oh god, them run. Uh oh.
0: They were, and it's
1: just so. Like I wanted to be mad at this movie multiple times, but I also. It got me. Like yeah. there's the scene I wanted to kind of be mad at it, but like, like there's the scene where he's like, "You put up this wall, and I'm not. A, I'm. Not, I am not a am i do not feel bad for saying my feelings, and one day you're gonna care about somebody, and." Basically, he's like you. You aren't. He's he's like angry at her that she is always kind of shutting him down or like making fun of him.
0: This and is early in their relationship.
1: Early in their relationship, and he's like, and if you don't care, then whatever. And she says, I care. And then they kiss, and that's when they. I I did not like this though because it's the scene where they like I guess have sex. <laughs> and Gross. It's that like n- old movie kissing. Where they're just like pressing their faces together, and you're like, stop it. Stop doing that. Yeah,
0: it's just, stop doing that to each other. Fish lips pressed together. I don't like
1: this. Stop doing that. Stop doing that to each other. Who told people to do this? What MPAA (laughs) was like, no, it's cool if you just kind of like, I don't like it. And I get that sometimes. Are you okay? No, it's fine.
0: I'm fine. This is a lot.
1: I'm also so lonely, dude. No, I'm, oh. I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm okay. But there was a point in this movie where I was like, I wish I had a boyfriend where we could make snow bullshit together, even though.
0: Honestly, same. It really, I, really fucking got me there. He should have been Punched wearing a hat. Punched me right
1: though. in the gut. He should have been wearing a hat. I loved her little hat. Running around in the snow wearing a hat. That's what love is. <laughs> Being in the snow. <laughs> And wearing a hat. Peeing in the snow? I said being,
0: you bitch. With a B. I thought you said peeing in the snow with a P. That didn't happen in the movie, idiot. I know, that's why I was (laughs) confused.
1: Out of nowhere, I'm like, let me tell you what I'm into. (laughs) (laughs) I am not into that. You know what I'm not into? I don't want to shame anybody, but that doesn't that doesn't motivate me.
0: Yeah, same. But you know what I'm not into? Um, Feeling feelings and crying because of this stupid bitch-ass movie. Oh, God, this movie made me cry.
1: <sighs> this movie... I, okay, I guess we could say this movie was romantic. Romantic as fuck. Why is it sometimes so romantic when someone dies?
0: You know, I don't even think that, that that was the romantic part. No, it wasn't, but... Movies where people die can sometimes be so romantic. I mean, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is a great example of that. That's another. Someone
1: dies in that. I haven't
0: seen it. Oh, sorry. We gotta watch it for the pod. That's a movie that. That's one of the other movies that makes me cry. Maybe death just makes me sad. We'll explore that in another episode. I'm Uh, sorry. Anyway, we'll explore that. Are you like? I'm shocked that this thing.
1: (laughs) You're shocked that death makes you cry. (laughs) Let's what.
0: This is are not, you shocked? Are you are you, you shocked? Listen, listen. Are you this shocked is that water makes you, you hydrated? Hour. Okay, rude. Are you shocked that beans? Be- no, no. no. <laughs> beans make you fart. How dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> what?
1: The oh, when disrespect. They married, when they get married and they have their own vows. Oh, God, so romantic. And she just recites an entire poem by... I had to look it up, but it's Elizabeth Barrett Browning wrote it. Um,
0: oh, that's cute. Barrett, because uh, his name is Barrett. Yeah. And then his is... He came up with it, but his is a lot of questions. His vows
1: are just questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was still nice. It's That's something I think is nice, and I... I i love i love weddings i love weddings in movies and i like weddings when you go to weddings i I like the event
0: i like drinking at weddings that is also fun but uh have you ever okay here's a quick question what like a wedding thing one thing in the before times one thing that i had done at a few weddings with people was drink the rainbow have you ever done this no. Okay. It's stupid. So if you don't have a high alcohol tolerance, which you don't specifically. I know. I do not. Absolutely don't do it. No. But for other people like me who can handle it, <laughs> you basically, you do like a Roy G. Biv, and then you get one drink from each of those colors. So you'll do like a red drink, an orange drink, a yellow drink, and then so on and so forth, and see how long you can make it. Ah. Uh, Ugh. Ugh. What happens when you throw up? You don't throw up because I don't throw up. If it's me. If it's you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can either get non-alcoholic drinks or you could just not play. I'm not
1: playing. <laughs> 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 I'm going to have one Shirley Temple and I'm going to sip on it through the whole ceremony. And they said, man, this is the ceremony. We can't have drinks in here. And I said, oh, oh, oh. shh, 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 shh. That's me sipping on my Shirley Temple. I go. It <sniffs> <laughs> <And then they laughs> took a weird <laughs> turn. And they say, does anybody want this cherry? Oh, and they no. Say, Leave. They say, ma'am, are you with the bride or the groom? And I well, say, no. I don't know either of them. And they say,
0: how did you get in here? And I said, I drove. And they said. <laughs> and they said, but why did you say what you said when we asked if there were any objections to the marriage? I said, because I got a bad vibe. <laughs> And then you just smash the Shirley Temple on the ground. I smash the Shirley Temple on the ground and I
1: unfurl my razor scooter. I go. And I I razor
0: scooter out of the the church. (sighs) I would pay to watch that. That sounds actually really fucking funny. You could do that at my wedding. Okay. I'm officiating your wedding. No, you're not. My wedding is going to be a Jewish wedding. A rabbi has to officiate it. Sorry about it. Never mind. But you can absolutely smash a Shirley Temple on the ground and razor scooter out during the ceremony. I wouldn't even be mad. I would slow clap. That's so fucking funny.
1: (laughs) That'll that'll be how everyone, you know, how they do the thing where it's like, okay, everyone go here for the reception. Yeah. I'm like, follow me. That's how. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Everyone. And like, all of your Ukrainian loved ones are like, what? Who was that?
0: Oh, like, they would be livid. They'd be like, what the fuck is this, Melanie? And I'd be like, it's be my livid. wedding. <laughs> That's my best friend. We're being weird. Da, da, They're da. like, we
1: don't. All of your your weird fucking Gentile, lanky, Irish weirdo friend.
0: <laughs> Honestly, they wouldn't even care that you're not Jewish. Honestly, the way that conversation would probably go is it would be my aunt and my cousin grabbing me. One on each arm and being like, What the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you like this? Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to make something fun
1: and exciting, you make it not that way. <laughs> I hate so much about the things that you choose to be.
0: Melanie, was this movie romantic? Yeah, very yeah, much this movie so. It was so. I was invested in their love. This
1: movie got me so good. We got got. I got got. I got got. I was crying. I was crying.
0: I was crying. Yeah. And I was, I was, I, uh, anyway. Okay. Yep. Um, was this movie sexy? I don't know. Not, no, like,
1: it was more like romantic than it was sexy. It was, I guess, it was the like, I guess, sexiness. It's not really like sexy. It's more like, um, well, here are two hot people, <laughs> like here are two very good-looking people who have good chemistry, and they're wearing cute outfits.
0: Yeah. So I, is it that wasn't what sexy is? Yeah, I don't think so. You it know? wasn't. I don't think so. it wasn't the type of movie where I like needed to fan myself or something. It was. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like. Hum, hum, hum. What's, it, up? Yeah. what's up it wasn't like that what was it like what's up <laughs> my name's Chad I don't like that person <laughs> I don't like that person either I don't like it okay. and also um, sorry to my friend Chad if he's listening you're not like you that at all you have a friend named Chad I do have a friend named Chad and he's not like any other Chad I've ever met
1: <laughs> he's not like other Chads <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chad, if you're listening, what's what's all? <laughs> what's all? i yo, San, get your boy,
1: dog. <laughs> um, there isn't a fuck marry kill for this because there are two characters, and, and also, well they fuck?
0: They marry, and then one of them dies. Dies? Yeah, there wasn't one of them is killed. There's not enough characters for a fuck marry kill. Yeah. Oh, we God. didn't mention young Tommy yeah. Lee Jones.
1: <gasps> yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is in this movie for a second. He's like one of um,
0: Oliver's roommates or whatever. I think they're frat like, bros. Frat bros. they frat bros. Or they're, at Harvard. they're on the hockey team together. I don't remember which.
1: Well, they live in the same hall. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I. Think, but did you know, fun fact about Tommy Lee Jones, when he was in college, do you know who his college roommate was? no al gore what yeah where did he go to college some place i don't know i think texas but basically in 19 i don't know 60 something tommy lee jones like jock he was beefy like big he would play football he was big beefy total hunk meaty tommy lee jones and his college roommate was, like,
0: lanky, dorky little twink Al Gore. Did you just call <laughs> former Vice President Al Gore a twink? The Secret Service is going to be at your door any minute now.
1: They don't care about Al anymore.
0: <laughs> you're right. They you're got right. other
1: shit. They got other shit they're doing right
0: Yeah, now. well, they got to keep Joe from wandering out into traffic, so, you know. <laughs> Joe we wanted I was going to say
1: we wanted one thing. We wanted several things. We were like, "Hey, can you give us healthcare and cancel student loan debt?" And he was
0: like, "No." Um <laughs> <laughs> that's really the biggest disappointment of all is Joe Biden. America.
1: I don't know if it's the biggest disappointment. It's a it's a it's an example of many disappointments. A larger thing.
0: It's a pretty big one. It's definitely oh, not yeah. the biggest. You're right. It's up there. It's in like my top 10. We're not happy. Anyway, top 10 disappointments of all time. What well, number 1? Crying from and liking this movie. <laughs> number 2. President of the United States Joe Biden. God. number three he's number two (laughs) number three (laughs) if you're carrying a piece of pizza without a plate and then you trip and your pizza falls cheese side down on the ground that's number three (laughs) i don't what's number four um stubbing your toe what's number (laughs) five? getting your period when you're not prepared i'd put that over joe biden I don't know, because like,
1: here's why I think because I'm thinking Biden is like macro, and I'm I'm and a lot of those are more micro. Like oh. those are more those are closer to home. Got
0: it. Yeah, for me, Biden I put is, them on the same. Biden list. is more out of our control at this point. Or is he? Dun dun dun. No, he's definitely out of our control.
1: So anyway. Tommy Lee Jones and Al Gore were roommates, and I <laughs> wonder if there's fan fiction about that because I've thought about it. I hope there is. I want to read that. Just, I don't. Here's the thing can you picture a movie or like a book about like a meaty football player, you know, and he, but he also likes to let his sensitive side, side show with theater and then here's this like young poly sci guy you know he maybe he wants to go into politics he's not sure yet but he's from Tennessee and he kind of ha- kind of has like a softer I can't do an outdoor impression it's okay. um none of us can and they become roommates and they just start to get along and like does something happen I don't know I don't like that's none of our business and it's not fair to speculate but like, what if one time in like nineteen sixty seven or whenever this was, they were both studying and they were just laughing and 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 Al Gore decides to loosen up a little bit. Well, no, 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 no. Tommy, Tommy's the one playing around. Tommy just hits Al over the head with a pillow, and I was like, "Hey, stop it!" and. <laughs> And then he hits them back with a pillow, and they're just pillow fighting. They're just smacking each other around. And then Tommy gets angry because Tommy knows how to wrestle. and So he grabs Al, and he just, like, pins him down a little bit. And then, and then they're wrestling, and then, and then Al just kind of stop. They both just kind of stop for a second. They're like, maybe we shouldn't fight anymore. But they also don't want to let go. So, Mel, would you recommend the movie Love Story? I got to say, I think I would. I think I would, too. This movie
0: made me cry. This is this movie was romantic. This yeah, movie got it, me good. If truly, we got fucking got by this movie. So they take played, it from us. Yeah. Let us warn you now. The first 20 that. minutes are garbage. If you stick with it longer than the first 20 minutes, you're going to cry.
1: You got got. You just we got, you got, have they, to prepare they, for they, that. Okay. Because I was starting to get mad because I was like, they're playing this theme over and over and over. Because they have one theme and they play the fuck out of it. But then by the end of it, it's like...
0: And you're like... Truly, like, the, as soon as the theme plays after Jenny dies, you're like, oh, no, <laughs> Ew, <laughs> bad. it's it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's rough. it's good, but it's bad. Um, So listen, it was romantic. We would both recommend it. Um, Don't watch this when you have stuff to do, though, because you're going to cry. And I know we've both said that, but we just want to give you adequate warning. Prepare yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but but with that being said, if you have more questions about crying during films or if you have any Tommy Lee Jones, former Vice President Al Gore fan fiction slash smut that you'd like to share with us, we would both. What I said was not smut. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the word for like sexy fan fiction. No, you got it right. It's just. Oh, OK. <laughs> I,
1: I like to think that what uh, I had going on was maybe actually really romantic and tasteful but i mean it was but that's that's
0: chapter one babe just think about chapter two of where that's going
1: oh honey i have anyway if you have ideas about where this is going you can contact us email us hellnocast at gmail.com uh instagram and twitter at hellnocast We'd love to hear from you.
0: Absolutely. Any kind of fan fiction questions, fun facts you have, we will happily hear. Um, And we are getting a little bit better about posting on our social media. We haven't done a good job this past week just because Tiffer's been in Tech Week and Allie's been busy working and I've been busy with school assignments, but we're getting back on track. So we appreciate your support. And if you like what you heard, if you want to share the podcast with any of your friends, go ahead and you know share the podcast we're available on spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts and we post every friday slash saturday leaving us a five-star text review also helps so we really appreciate your support yeah well i have been allie and i've been mel love you bye bye you had me at hell note. was recorded remotely in front of our pets roscoe and benny Allie and I want to thank Tiffer Hill for editing our podcast, putting up with all our shenanigans, and making us sound amazing. We would also like to thank Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for writing our theme song. Thanks, Bella and Lucille!